You're listening to Mixing Mindsets. I'm Andrew Blank. And I'm Eric Navrosky. And we hope you find some value out of these conversations about lifestyle, music, and more. Welcome back to Mixing Mindsets, episode two. Today, we're going to be talking about what we do, what, who we are, what we do. Uh, once again, I am Andrew Blank. And I'm Eric Navrosky. And you're going to start. What What is it that we do? What do you do? What well, do you do in music? Let me start asking. So let me start by asking you what it is you do. Because you. you <laughs> <laughs> okay. I can throw it at you and then you're throwing it right back. <laughs> I'm going to be the interviewer to begin with. Okay, fine. Because um, <laughs> you're the one with the recording studio. Okay? Right. <laughs> right. So I've got a recording studio called Novro Studios. Right. Uh, and my forte is mixing and mastering. Correct. I do play instruments. Yes. I play the drums. I play mm-hmm. bass. I play guitar. Mm-hmm. I play a little bit of piano. Probably not enough to say that I play, but, you know. Enough to get enough by. Enough to get by. Exactly. Yeah. And uh, and then I mix and master. And right. that's really what I do. So let me <laughs> let me start by asking uh, about your beginnings. Right. So if you want to just tell them how you got the recording studio started. I started recording when I was 13. Uh, yeah, I, I, I didn't did it. I was that young. What? I didn't know you were that young. At some point in time, I was that young. And, and, and I started recording. I started recording. Um, I had a Zoom. Uh, I think it was an eight track. It was an eight or 16 track recorder. Mm-hmm. I don't know. That's a, like a company. Oh, I know. Like I Zoom. Know yeah, Zoom. Okay. yeah. 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 Zoom's the company. And, um, it recorded straight to a hard drive. That burned to a disc. Okay. And that's all you got. So it's there was no like da. That was way more than what I had. I think I was. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, mean, <laughs> I don't even think I like truthfully knew like the fundamentals of recording at 13. Yeah. I was still figuring out how like the guitar functioned. <laughs> <laughs> right. right. Well, so I, I got this piece and a friend of mine and I like, I don't think I really started until I was like 15. Right. Um, but I was like dabbling into like understanding what this stuff does, how mm. it works and yeah. whatnot. So 15 comes and I record a cover of Hound Dog. Ooh. Yeah. Okay. With a friend of mine and it's bad. I please, have it. Please. Oh, yes. <laughs> I need to hear this at some point now. Yeah, you will. Maybe we should turn that into the intro. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Well, immediately our audience just alienates everything. Yeah, gone. That yeah. was the worst thing they've ever heard. Uh, it's pretty bad, uh, but humble beginnings. Right. You know, uh, so I start there. And really, it was just a constant, like, learning from there. Right. And doing terrible. Okay. It, yeah, it was me. You got to start somewhere. Exactly. And, and when you get into mixing and mastering, there is no... Like, oh, you're, you you know, you're pretty good at this. Like you can have an ear mm-hmm. and you can do a, like a little better right. by understanding like, like, oh, I don't like this frequency because I can hear it and mm-hmm. I could feel, I can, you know, I can hear that one, what needs to come out versus EQ, whatever. Mm-hmm. But man, the process of learning like a DAW. Yeah. And EQ, what it is, how it works, the physics of sound. I mean, like, I, I dove into all this kind of stuff. Right. So that, I probably didn't get a somewhat usable mix until I was probably 18, 19, 20. 
Okay. And even at that, I mean, they were just acoustic guitar kind of stuff. Right. Uh, nothing that I would ever show today and be proud of. <laughs> but, but, you know, it, it, that's where it starts, you know? Yeah, absolutely. So now I, I make records on a on a daily. You had your humble beginnings, and here you are. Yeah, actually doing... I think that's the coolest thing. It's pretty awesome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was it was tough, and it was a grind. And there was this, there was this moment where I had a job, mm-hmm. and it was a good job, and I liked it. And I was offered a full-time position, right. sort of. They were talking about giving me full-time. Mm-hmm. And I was like, man, do I even want this? Right. And I said, it's a good job and I like it, yeah. but is this what I want forever? Oh, absolutely. In my career. It's like- <laughs> yeah. And I, and I eventually ended up saying, no, mm-hmm. I don't. I want, I want the studio. And at the time, I did not have the clientele right. to quit my job. But you had passion. But that's all that meant. You had passion and drive. Yeah. So I quit my job. There you go. And I and I started doing it full time. And I think like the first three months, Mm -hmm. I don't even know if I had a client. Okay. Like it was horribly nerve wracking. Yeah. Um, I feel like you were probably just learning the fundamentals of running a small business. Yeah. At that point, so yeah, (laughs) makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, running a small business out of your parents' basement. So. Humble beginnings. Yeah. <laughs> humble, humble beginnings. Right. Um, so that's me. Right. In a nutshell. Yes. So now you have to. Now I have to. Now you have okay. to talk about what you do in, so, in a music world. So I am a producer of artists. I feel like you you helped bring that out of me. Um, but <laughs> Really? <laughs> For the most part. I mean, it's something I've always aspired to do. And I think being being able to do it now alongside you is... One of the things that I'm definitely uh, extremely grateful for. Oh, <laughs> well, let me tell you, I'm extremely grateful <laughs> because you saved my butt right on. <laughs> <laughs> but like fundamentally, um, I am just a songwriter at heart. Yeah. I mean, it's one of the things I've always aspired to do. And right. I feel like I I love all aspects of like uh, the the creative side of music right more, more so than the technical the technical side which is side. my side yeah. yeah i'm more of like the you gotta chase the feeling man the feeling. Like, yeah i don't there's just something about it like right. when you're able to feel that creative energy in the air i think that that gets that gets me pumped up more than anything else and i think we've seen that in our in our workings together and and with the clients that we work with i mean like right there is there is so much joy that comes from, like from us. Yeah, ooh, hitting my microphone. Um, that that like if a client is happy, mm-hmm. that too like I could see it in us where it's like we're stoked. Oh, absolutely. Right, and like th- it, it, I feel like we just have to go in with a positive attitude, and it, you kind of just the, the energy kind of creates itself, and it's just yeah, it really is. There is a magic aspect to it that can't be replicated because it just yeah. kind of happens in the moment. It does. It happens in the moment. Um, so you are not specific to one genre, right? You've uh, done many. I am a music lover at my <laughs> core. I think we we've had plenty of discussions where you tried to <laughs> to get get some type of hate out of me for any type of song or <laughs> well, genre. That makes me sound so bad. <laughs> no, no, no. I was just, I was just trying to dive in to see if there is music that you genuinely dislike. And it's hard to pull that out of you. I just happen to find aspects of almost anything that I could enjoy. Because somehow you listen to Cherry Bomb. 
I, I, man, Cherry Bomb is such and a I, banger. It's not. <laughs> I'm going to respectfully disagree. I just don't, I just, I don't get it. There's just something about it, you know? Like, I know I, I know plenty of dudes that are just kind of like, I listen to everything except, like, country. Yeah. Or, like, I don't like rap. I don't like blah, yeah. blah, 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 blah. But, like, yeah. I don't know. I think they're kind of missing something in that. <laughs> yeah, and I, I would definitely say so. I, I've been trying myself to be more open-minded with music. Absolutely. Because I just think if you, if you enjoy, you know, if there's A, B, and C, right. and you only enjoy A, right. well, then... Your opportunity of of dopamine hit and happiness is only in A. Exactly. But if you enjoy A, B, and, and it C, might even decrease over time when you maybe, think about it. yeah, maybe <laughs> you're just getting the same the same aspect of it over and over yeah. again. Eventually, that's just going to wear off. You're not you haven't even reached B or C yet, so you're right. you're missing out on. Such right, a, like a large quantity of dopamine, <laughs> <laughs> like a if lot of dopamine, like just a lot of dopamine. <laughs> and if you can, if if you can enjoy B and C, right, then you could probably just genuinely be a happier person. Absolutely, because all of a sudden A comes on, you're like, "Yo, I love this song," and then right. B comes on, and you're like, "Yo, I love this song too." Like, I feel like there's definitely something psychological about that. Almost. Yeah, like when when someone is immediately turned off by something, you kind of have to look at it from like the outside perspective of just like, why are you being negative towards something that like oh, right. you shouldn't? It's literally there for like someone's enjoyment. Yeah, <laughs> and, and, right, right. So then you know, tying that back into what you do, you right. create all kinds. Right. You know, it's not only that you like all kinds, but yes. you create all kinds. Well, yeah. I feel so, like that definitely correlates with like just enjoying A, B, and C in general. Yeah. And I think that's really cool, especially in like, uh, I kind of enjoy the fact that music is oversaturated at this point, if you will. Okay. Uh, just because everyone's finding new and creative ways to, to make sound. And yeah. I think people are pulling, you know, different L like if we're going by like the alphabet, like let's go ahead and say someone took this aspect of A and then yeah. they took this, this from D and then they took this yeah. from like JKL, whatever. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then suddenly you have like a new genre and everyone's like, what the heck just happened? Right. That's the thing that gets me excited. <laughs> yeah. And that's crazy exciting. And then I take that and try to try to, you know, mix it and meld it into Exactly. You're just kind of you're the taking the glue and putting all the parts together. I mean, so maybe that's I a good way to put glue. it. I'm, you are the, I am glue. I am glue. <laughs> I'm literally just throwing all the parts at you, trying to create this machine. Yeah. And you're just piecing them all together, if you kind will. Kind of, <laughs> kind of. And that's why I think, like, our, our business relationship together is so fruitful. Right. Because we have different strengths we have like that a we can the yang thing going on. Yeah, right? yeah, that we can of work off of, of each other. You know, work off of each other. Being able to bounce off of each other, like in that aspect, is just the coolest thing. Because it definitely keeps like the continuity going during like the workday too. Yeah, there's something about like you're able to pick up where I'm leaving off, and then I just bounce off of like, bounce the off same of that idea. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. My microphone keeps falling, so I keep fiddling with it it's but good. uh i think we'll be all right <laughs> but yeah yeah and and seeing that that synergy that's yes. the word seeing synergy. that synergy yeah seeing that synergy work i think is kind of like intoxicating right where you're looking for that again yeah and i think our clients hopefully see that too exactly you know they're they see that synergy and they're like, right. yo, this is sick and I want to be a part of this. Exactly. And I am so grateful for those who are a part of it because mm. they're some of the best people ever. Exactly. <laughs> I feel like they, they come in like with the 
kind of relate to like the kid in the candy store kind of thing. Yeah. They come in like want like being the kid in the candy store, but then they walk in to realize that we are also kids in the candy store. <laughs> so we're all just kind of hunting it all down <laughs> together. And I think that's really cool. And everybody's on a sugar high. <laughs> Pretty much. Like the whole at least for the 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 whole the entirety of the work day. We're just yeah. riding some type of high. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I I really see that with with the clients that we work with yeah. and whatnot. And it, it helps me going into what I do later mm-hmm. to tap into what we were doing and feeling at the time. Right. Right. So well, like, because that energy just kind of translates through everything and yeah. you're just able to tell. And like, I feel like people there, there is some type of energy synergy, whatever within music that like creates yeah. the emotion, creates the feeling. And I feel like, that's right. what I'm trying to do whenever we work with someone. Yeah. It's just like, you're feeling something. How do I bring the best version of that out of you? Yeah. Yeah. And that that's awesome. That's really cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, and like I said, what I was saying before is it having that moment and seeing that work in the moment helps me post right basically so because i go in to mix it Mm -hmm. and i go in to do my job and like yeah my job has some a lot of technicality to it but there's definitely still a lot of creativity right within what i do and since i you know i do that solo and i do that away from you guys i still think of i think of the moment and it's like Oh, this was exactly. this was the 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 vibe that we were feeling, and this was the energy that was happening in the room, mm-hmm. and I think it really enhances and makes for a better mix, right? You know, at the, at the you're end able of it. to adjust accordingly with kind of like what we're what we're kind of trying to feel in the moment. I feel like oh yeah, you're just able to mix according to that that feeling, that energy. Yeah, and I think that's the coolest. It's it's the coolest thing because it's such a creative field the whole way through. Yeah. And that's what constantly keeps me like excited about it. Yeah. There's just something about like, there's no one solid answer to anything. Yeah. (laughs) There's just a, there's just a product and it's just this conglomeration of all these things that we kind of piece together. Yeah. And it just creates the final product and it's unique every single time. Right. Yeah. And I think that's, I love it. I love it. I love everything about it. (laughs) (laughs) Right. So what's like, what's, what's next? I guess, you know, on a day-to-day basis, if you, if you come in and you say, okay, like we're going to write this song together or whatever, like uh, I would say like, give me, give me some of your end goals, like some end goals that you say, do you want to work with all genres or would you rather specify to a a few or, you know, like really diving into. Yeah. I feel like my, my inspirations in regards to like uh, producers or songwriters, as you know, I'm a huge, like John Feldman guy. Yeah. Um, I'm a huge, like Rick Rubin guy or something like that. You know, the guys that have really had their feet wet and legitimately everything. Yeah. (laughs) I feel like, so it's, it's such a broad goal, but like, I want to be able to accomplish everything and even reach reach new territory as well. Or, Or at least like, you know, like I feel like everyone, everything tends to come in waves I would want to, my aspirations would kind of like, hopefully to be like that guy. The guy. Like the guy. You want to be the guy. You know how like Timbaland had that? (laughs) Timbaland? Yeah. He had like that phase where like it was nothing but like his productions were like him. Dr. Dre. Dre. Yep. I don't know why Timbaland always pops in my mind. It's probably because I hear him like beatboxing, beatboxing in the back of like, 
yeah. Justin Timberlake songs yeah. and stuff like DJ that. DJ Khaled. And I'm just like, you had a, you had a time period. Like, you, were, <laughs> you were the man for a while. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So are you, are you planning on hopping into more like, I don't want to say real instruments versus electronic, but, right. but I know none of it's off limits at the moment. Exactly. But I would say, I would personally say, I think your wheelhouse is, I mean, obviously you're in a pop punk band. Yes. And I think the, the clients that we've worked with so far, right. They see that. And they're like, oh yeah, oh, I want to do something similar. Oh, absolutely, yeah. And, like- and that is that's awesome because it almost feels like home. Yes. Like I don't know if it feels like that for you, but it feels like that for me looking at you. Kind of. It was <laughs> probably because I'm like, like, oh, he's home. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> well, it's kind of like you know, I, I was the the pop punk kid. Like I wanted to learn everything about it growing up. Yeah. Uh, we started Send Request when I was. 16 17 ish yeah so i mean at that point i was just like i'm going to dive so deep into pop in the pop punk. <laughs> like i at that like at that point in time like i was the pop punk kid yeah like i like literally the exact opposite of everything i just spoke about basically oh, yeah. <laughs> who just like who yeah. cares about country who cares about metal it's pop punk for life like <laughs> i think everybody goes through their phases exactly you so, know there was definitely a time where i was going through my i only listen to metal phase yes which there was good that came out of it. Oh, absolutely. But I'm very happy that that's not my only thing. I feel like you're able, what, like when you, when you're very like genre specific, you're able to dive so deep into it. That yeah. <laughs> like you learn way more about it. You find it some weird niche. Exactly. Categories the public only of knows metal. it on like surface level. Yeah. Like you're, you're well beyond that. <laughs> yeah. You're like the dude, like the pretentious guy in the corner that just knows everything, but yeah. keeps it all to himself. Oh, you like, oh, you <laughs> think you like metal? You don't even know what exactly. metal is. You don't know what real metal you, is. You don't even know what pop punk is. Yeah. How much pizza so, do like, you I, eat? I was like that with, like, in regards to like the pop punk stuff. Yeah. So, you know, like it's just, that's just my neighborhood because I've been yeah. in it for so long. Yeah. yeah. So if someone comes in with like a pop punk idea, I'm just like, I could pitch you a hundred different ideas because I just know how it works. And yeah. Yeah, and and I've definitely see the the fruits of that. Right. The the fruits of you being so enveloped in that scene, right, for so long. Mm-hmm. And I think I think the goal would be to and and for me too, right, is to do that mm-hmm. with all kinds of music. Absolutely. Of to say like you know, maybe there is a phase where I was only listening to metal and I right. learned a lot about mm-hmm. metal and I never want to go through a phase of, oh, I only listen to this and yeah. I only like this. Right. But there are certainly phases where you go, or at least I go through, and I'm thinking, this is what I'm listening to right now. Mm-hmm. And I'm being very conscientious about knowing what this is about. Right. And and finding out everything. And I think that's what really pushes us into being better at what we do. Right. You know, and, and isn't that the goal? Absolutely. Is to just keep growing and, and keep being to constantly better grow and constantly yeah. develop yourself. Yeah. 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 I think like like we said, there's there's something good about being heavily involved in one area for a time because you're you're just yeah, you're able to learn absolutely everything about that. Then if you if you take that mentality and you know, just kind of move on to the next, move on to the next, before you know it, you know everything about everything. <laughs> <laughs> I, know, I, I hope that happens. Right? Yeah. And then I feel like that's where I want to get to that point where it's like, oh, I know the bulk of about I know the bulk of this genre and the bulk of this. Let's yep. start merging them and see. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. I want people to come in with this mindset of like 
I I'm open to do something new. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and I definitely, it's, it's almost like a, you know, the rules to break them kind of thing. Yeah, exactly. It's like when you know the ins and outs of any genre mm-hmm. the and one. then, yeah, you, you know, just want like, to rip it to shreds. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> every idea, yeah. you're like, I want to do the exact opposite of that because yeah. I know how that works. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I, I think my goal is to try to is to try to understand the elements of of all of these pieces. So, like right. for ex- example, when you're when you're looking at pop punk, right? right, and you say, well, what is a typical pop punk like kick drum or or drum set in general? We'll keep it broad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sound like because a pop punk. You know, snare snare drum sounds very different from an eighties. Oh yeah, you know, an eighties synth wave <laughs> snare drum, and that's my goal is to. Mm-hmm. And you know, as you said, you throw it at me. Right. I need to make it sound good. Yes. So if you say to me, "Hey, I need a snare drum," right, in this track, and I'm listening to the track, and I'm like, "Oh, okay, we're doing, you know, we're doing like a seventies funk thing, like we just recently did." Yeah. With uh, with our our friend Jess Fellerman, yeah. she's pretty dope. Oh, Should check her out. Yes. Um, I think it was important that I know, you know, what is what does that entail? Mm-hmm. What is that seventies? Sort of dancey snare drum sound, I like, to, right? And I need to, to, I need to tap disco. in. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I want to be able to do that with everything. Absolutely. I want to be able to say like, oh, okay, you want to do a metal song? Like, I know exactly what this snare drum and this kick drum needs to sound like, yeah. and, and how to shape them too. Right. You know, like when you listen to metal tracks, a lot of times the drums are pretty slammy, mm-hmm. and like, I don't want to say one hundred percent velocity, but Pretty much, a hundred percent. You know, it just feels like hit as hard as you can. Exactly. You know, but if you did that on it, you know, on other tracks, right? Like, like Jess's track, mm-hmm. it sounded horrible. Oh, absolutely. You it's, know, it's, it'd literally just be the equivalent of like putting a drummer with a metal mentality into a yeah. funk song. Yeah, that doesn't make any sense. No, <laughs> like, <laughs> no. I so, mean that that is merging and that is different from like a positive point of view for but sure. There's also a lot of negatives in that, so it's I, I think feel like so. it's about that balance. I think so because I think music is kind of the emotion, you Absolutely. know, and, and the I don't really like the word vibe, but I realize I that have I say, to use it. I say you know? it, yeah, I say it too much. But yeah. anyways, you you want to get the vibe across. You exactly. want to say like That's why I say things like you know, chase the feeling and stuff like yeah. that. There's the, it's just that it's true. It, it goes back to the energy thing. There's just there's yeah. something about that that you have to create and that you just it comes from yeah. human emotion. Right. Right. Well, I love it. Yeah. I think we we keep pushing for that next level. Yes. We keep pushing for like what is an emotional response that we can get right out of this cuz I think at the end of the day we kind of are achieving the same goal. Yeah. We are looking for that emotional response where you might come at it as a, a writer standpoint and mm-hmm. I come at it as a, you know, from the more technical, you know, more of a technical of yeah. standpoint, but, but my job when, when that song is written and when that I, song is tracked, I sit there and I'm like, right. how do I convey these emotions the best? Right. I feel like my goal goals um, are more aligned with like trying to bring out the best sense of emotion out of the artist Right, and then that could kind of translate into your area. Oh my gosh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Good in, good out. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, if you, if, I'm just trying to literally pull it out of them to pass it along to you. <laughs> oh, yeah, and I've seen that man. The way that you can work with <laughs> with the client of of getting, you know, a, a lot of our clients are vocalists, right? 
purely. So when they yeah. get when they step up to the mic, mm-hmm. I I could see it. You go in this mode where you're like, you have to. I'm pulling the best out of this, exactly. You know, and that's really what a producer does. Yeah. And and I think I think that's you kind of have so. To- fruitful i yes. guess or that is so crucial that was right. a better word right so crucial that that happens right because if i get a performance where they're just like mm, mm, i don't really care about anything then it's like you know i feel a, like the energy in the room has to match the energy of the song i think that's yeah. that's a big thing that stands out in my brain so that's why like obviously when you when we go into the session you have to keep the most uh, upbeat positive mentality right I think that that's like number one like me driving to like your studio it's yeah. literally the, most of the time that it, like being over the top runs through my mind a lot yeah yeah <laughs> so it's like i need to come in here 100 percent, especially when it's someone like we don't know or we haven't met yet yeah yeah, yeah. It, creating just, that new relationship exactly it's yeah. just like i want this person to look at me and be like is this guy on crack <laughs> like, yeah <laughs> <laughs> well, because, and then you kind of like do you want to be <laughs> and you kind of like dull down accordingly yeah like and then you when you're in the session you gotta kind of adjust accordingly to the song yeah like if it's an angry song you gotta kind of play it spicy like <laughs> play it spicy what a good word right. spice right you, i want a spicy performance out of this yeah yeah kind of or if it's sad like you kind of have to get bummed out <laughs> or at least make them feel the way the, yeah. the lyrical content is. Yeah. And that, that that's, a, that's like, a challenge. Absolutely. That's a challenge for sure. Yeah. I'm glad yeah, that's like, not my challenge. That's I mostly like yours. Almost, I feel like I'm kind of, and I feel like you could definitely relate to this. It, it just ends up in some instances, like a therapy session prior to dude. Cause I feel like we end up in really yeah. deep conversation with people. Then yeah. it's like, all right, now go hop on the mic. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> yeah dude exactly but i mean you know those that client relationship is definitely something that i want to touch upon in other in other podcasts and like how we we navigate that situation absolutely but uh, you know i think i think the listeners have a a pretty good example of what we do yes and how we do it right so i think we're gonna wrap it up for this one has it really been like the whole time already it's been the whole time. Wow. We could really we could hold a good conversation. <laughs> <laughs> well, that'll be for the next episodes. All right. Wonderful. Until next time. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.